This episode of Rocky and Howl is brought to you by... Xbox Live Gold. If you want to have fun with your Xbox experience, game to your all-time high, then I'd recommend an Xbox Live Gold for just $60 for a year and 34 three months. Really fun stuff, and you'll be able to play some games for free. Kind of like the Game Pass, but somewhat better. That concludes this advertising segment. On to the actual show. Which starts right now. <clears throat> Hello everyone. This is your host, Blue Telegraph. And you again with another episode of my podcast, The Rocking Hell. Last time I talked about Seether and Devtones, so it's Triviuming uh, Gorillas. Today, I uh, want to talk about some other things. As some of you may know, there have been a bit of uh, issues with System of a Down. Most recently, with their drummer John Dolman and his political views of Donald Trump, which have divided System of a Down fans and have caused a whole cluster flock of controversy. But honestly, I have read Serge Snacken's response and them saying that. Bandmates mean more to him than making more music. Some people might say he was holding back towards John Dolman, or Dolman, however you pronounce it. I really don't know for sure if he was, but I'd argue that this is more of a situation search just trying to calm shit down before it escalated. That's just how I'd interpret it. Um, still very weird though. Also wondering if Darren Malakian's project Scars on Broadway will release a third album. I haven't really gotten any confirmation from any sort of rock news sites, anything. So all that is just, I guess, speculation. There's been no confirmed evidence of that. So that's definitely uh, interesting, to say the least. I'm not really sure what else to say about uh, that debacle. And yeah, it's definitely kind of fucking strange to me, at least, that this is my doubt, fans. I'm literally going to let you know, political views divide them even further. It's like America's not divided enough, you know. We have to divide fans and music, too. But even worse than that are how some of Tom Morello's Instagram followers and Twitter followers are reacting to his political views. 
acting like it's such a big surprise that he's a libertarian democrat and it's just like yeah <laughs> it makes me wonder if they actually bothered listening to Tom's actual fucking music from Rage Against the Machine which is uh, I don't know if you know this but it's very political and uh, criticizes governments wars, armies, anything you can imagine really so the fact that some people are going to go out of their way to bitch about that Tom Morello is just <laughs> plain fucking stupid. Um, no, probably not the first person to address it, but I figured it might make for a nice little segue topic. It's just hard to take people like that seriously, you know? It really is. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think that'll do. Now, another thing that I feel like talking about is, um, Drake Bell's new album that came out earlier this year. It was called The Lost Album. I know he's a bit of a pop rock artist, but that still counts in my book. It's no don't judge me too much there. I've listened to it and gotta say, fantastic album. Lots of really great bangers there. Even if lots of people don't listen to them, I think it was one of the best albums of the year. Not the best album I've heard this year, but I would say that it's uh, up there, you know. Um, it was generally kind of cool. Uh, to hear some of these lost songs that never saw the light of day until this year. And they sound a lot like his older songs, which is fantastic. Feel a bit mixed on his newer popular lenient stuff. But I can sort of see why he's doing it. You know, he has bills to pay and that kind of shit. So it makes sense. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that I think I'm going to address is how many concerts have been canceled due to concern of COVID-19. Lots of concerts that were scheduled to be open or start up this year have been downright canceled or postponed due to the safety of uh, Americans everywhere. And I just find that not only not be surprising but understandable given how bad the pandemic is how many people have died from it because people I, I, I'm sorry I promise I'm going to get political but I just can't help it right here just aren't taking it seriously they're just like oh well it's like the flu and I just I just I don't know man I, I'm not going to go any further because if I do It'll be a long fucking tangent, and you don't want to hear that. Trust me, you really don't. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. 
I've noticed that Liam and Noel Gallagher, the two Oasis brothers, are still going at it and arguing. Read some of the tweets from Liam, seen some of the shit from Noel. It seems like they just can't seem to get along. And I'm genuinely not surprised by that. It's like, wow. Is that really surprising? Is that really something we didn't see coming? Because, let's be honest, most of us did see it coming. I'm not really on any side in particular, because I think it's kind of very fucking petty. They're still arguing. 11 years after Oasis broke up. I don't care if you're Team Noel, Team Liam, whatever. I just find it fucking stupid. I wish they would just make amends and uh, get their shit together. That being said, though, I don't mind any of their solo material, especially from Liam. I'd argue that Wall of Glass is a really solid tune, and Holy Mountain by Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds also pretty decent tune. The only thing I might like dislike is uh, this feud because I think at some point it needs to end because it has gone on for too long. If you ask me, it's a bunch of he said, she said shit. That gets absolutely nowhere. And it's like, come on. Seriously, this is what you want to do is just play with your brother still instead of you know maturing up and admitting that hey this is kind of stupid but yeah I, I only brought that up because I wanted to uh, lighten up the tone a bit for my uh, political tangent I apologize for that I did not mean to go that far and uh, I hope to never go that far again but yeah, that was something. I've listened to uh, the two new singles Evanescence has released, Wasted On To You When The Game Is Over. I think both songs are pretty decent. Uh, light 7 out of 10s, if I'm being completely honest. But nothing I'd consider terrible or unlistenable. Now, they're not like fucking Theory of a Dead Man, where every song makes me want to cut my ears off of a rusty saw blade. But, uh, yeah, definitely decent. Amy Lee definitely knows how to sing, and I like the guitars in the song. Granted, I wouldn't say it's the best guitar playing I've ever heard, but it's pretty nice. And that alone uh, makes them pretty decent, worthwhile, and definitely exhilarating to me. Now, another caveat, another uh, thing I want to discuss is... Uh, Deep Purple is going to be releasing a new album later this year in August. I hope that it's going to be a solid album with lots of rock and tunes. I've heard that this is going to be their last album. So that's definitely going to be something. As for live performances, I think we're going to have to wait until next year for that. Because uh, right now it doesn't seem like that would work very well. And... Uh, you all know why that wouldn't work very well. Yeah, I think it's going to be called Whoosh or something. It has very space-themed cover arts, which I find to be um, somewhat interesting. You know, it's just really uh, kind of cool. 
Also, um, I've heard that Killswitch Engage uh, released an album this year. I have yet to listen to it. If I do listen to it, I'll let you know my thoughts on it, what I think of it, what I thought it did well, what I thought it kind of lacked on. You know, because that's that's definitely going to be something. And <laughs> y'all know that's going to turn out, right? But yeah, as a whole, I uh, think it might be good. But again, I don't have any strong thoughts on it because I never listened to it. I think the next topic is sort of rock related, even though the style of the album is very pop oriented. Haley Williams' solo album, Pedals for Armor. In my opinion, okay, in my, my opinion, was the best album this year so far. I really like the style of it. I really like the tone, the songs, and there's no way you can convince me that Sudden Desire isn't a banger. Her vocals are really awesome on that song. I especially enjoyed Leave It Alone and lead single Simmer, as well as Cinnamon and Dead Horse. I think there might have been only like one song I didn't like on it, and even then I don't remember which one it was. But yeah, very good album. And it really blew me away, to be honest. So yeah, I'd say it's a strong 9 or 10 out of 10. Um, the next album that I uh, listened to this year was something called... Uh, it was something by a band called Love. I'm trying to think of the name of it. And it took over or something. Uh, it was very Deftone-ish at times, which I didn't mind too much because I fucking love me some Deftones. I thought it was a really good album. Even though there might have been like one interlude track, I didn't really care for it too much. But yeah, there's definitely a mix of Deftones and Metalcore in it. And I was kind of blown away by it, even though I'd never listened to their previous album. Or was it their debut album? I, I kind of forgot. But yeah, very good album. A strong 7 or 8 out of 10. Maybe 9 if I really want to be generous. And I think that it'll do well, and I honestly can't wait for it. Oh, and uh, speaking of albums here, I have listened to Theory of a Dead Man's, what was it? See Nothing? Bland as fuck rock on pop album where it's like hey let's make some money by selling out like everyone else is doing fuck effort when you can just make generic pop tunes for the radio but obviously that has gone from their favor because their most popular song is rx medicate which lyrically isn't impressive and even then the vocals feel kind of dull compressed I just really wasn't impressed by and the singles on Say Nothing and the non-single itself. So, why name a song after Ted Bundy, a notorious serial killer? That's just a no for me. History of Violence 
was so bland and boring, I couldn't just bear to sit through it. Man, the world keeps spinning what felt bland, generic, draggish at parts, and I didn't really care too much for strangers either. It's one of those albums where it's def- it's like definitive proof to me. But hey, you no longer have to put effort into an album to make it good anymore. You can just focus on trends that are popular right now and screw putting effort into it when you can just sell the hell out and make your sound even more bland, which is why I often refer to them as theory of a bland man because that's how their music feels. Bland. I mean, they went from being Nickelback ripoffs to just playing generic Imagine Dragons wannabe pop rockers. Pass. Hard pass for me. So I've just that. Um, let's see here. Oh yeah, I also listened to Green Day's new album, Father of All Motherfuckers. Just gonna say right here, that album was shit. The only song I consider decent was Stabby in the Heart. And that's because it felt energetic. But I really couldn't get behind the vocal filters, the lyrical material, and even the lead singles from it, which didn't really feel like Green Day songs. I get that they were aiming for something different, but it really didn't pay off here. It was like an experiment gone wrong. But I will admit that I have been digging some of the covers Billy Joe has been doing recently. Uh, especially his cover of Dreaming by Blondie. Really good cover. And I think we're alone now. was pretty decent. I enjoyed these covers more than the actual album. And I think that's saying a lot. And uh, I, I just felt kind of disappointed. I was expecting a rock album that had a message or point to convey but this one it was just hey let's fucking party dude that was the entire vibe of it and there's nothing wrong with that as long as the general sound is good but the sound of this album wasn't really that good and it just felt so so boring to sit through and I know that Billy Joel is capable of writing much better catchier tunes than this this was just... Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it just sucks. Also, I've heard some of Weezer's new singles for their upcoming album, Van Weezer. Gotta say, I was more impressed with their singles in Green Days. That's only slightly. Um, I think the album has been delayed to next year because of the COVID concerns, which isn't really that surprising. But I hope that... Uh, when it does get released, that'll be decent. At least better than the Black Album, which felt kind of bland in some parts. Um, but yeah, I don't think all Modern Razor albums are bad, though. Um, I think there are some really good post Maldroid or post Pinkerton releases, like the White Album, Everything Will Be Alright in the End, Teal Album, which I know I'll get shit for. Like, I know it's a cover album, but I didn't mind most of the covers there. Except for maybe Africa, because I didn't really care for that one too much. 
yeah, it's not too surprising. But anyway, I'm looking forward to that as well as the new Gorillaz album, which has definitely impressed me. The singles released so far, each single like their sound wants to aim for something a bit different, which I respect and admire. I honestly. So yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. And the Deep Purple album, whenever that comes out. And if Deftones release a new single, either today or tomorrow, then I'm going to be even more hyped. Uh, another thing I'll bring up is that I listened to a Night and Inch Nails album that came out this year. Very different than what I'm used to. It was pure instrumental, no vocals. It's a bit of an ambient sound, but I really mind it. I could see it being something I'd listen to when I'm playing a video game or something. Very weird sounding album, but I can get behind it, and it uh, feels pretty good. Feels pretty nice, and I just I just love it all around. So yeah, there we go. Um, that's. So, I think that's all, really. Um, so, yeah, if you listened to this episode and liked it, thanks again. It means a lot to me. Uh, I highly recommend... Um, giving my podcast a chance whenever you have the time to do so. And I'll... Um, look forward to seeing you... Look forward to seeing you guys next time. Once again, this has been your host, Blotelograph. This has been the Rockin' Howl. Rock out, dude. And have a great time. That's it. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye.